If you ever get a chance to go to the Holy Land, take it. Take it. I was in the Holy Land uh, five years ago. And it's just amazing. It's incredible how uh, everything is mapped out, um, how detailed and accurate the science and the archaeology is. They can trace these biblical events back to a general area uh, in the Holy Land. And uh, we can track down and pin down where events happened thousands of years ago, like the Ascension that we celebrate today. And uh, when I was in the Holy Land five years ago, they brought us to this place where they believe, uh, uh, with scientific evidence, that the Ascension happened. And of course, there's a church built there, and uh, there's a a footprint in the ground that's been preserved. Whether or not that's Christ's actual last footprint uh, on earth before ascending into heaven, it's just incredible that in this general vicinity, this is where the ascension happened. It just blows my mind. And so as we celebrate the feast of the ascension today, there's a profound theological truth being portrayed, being related to each one of us today. Where the head is gone, so the members will follow. Christ is the good shepherd. We are the sheep. We follow him. And the ascension that we celebrate today, it's a really a roadmap of where we're going to go after this earthly life. In the second reading today from St. Paul to the Ephesians, St. Paul tells us, Christ was raised from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power, and dominion. This is what we profess at every, at every Sunday Mass in the Creed. Christ rose from the dead and ascended into heaven. But I think it's really interesting, St. Paul lists uh, principality, authority, power, and dominion. What are those? Those are some of the ranks of the angels. Where Christ has gone, we too will go. We, we don't simply slide into heaven, but we get a VIP seat in heaven. We're higher than the angels. Jesus is higher than the nine ranks of the angels. This is our destiny. This is our inheritance that is promised to us uh, if we remain faithful and follow Jesus in this life. It's just amazing how Jesus had a human body just like us. Just think about that as we celebrate the ascension. Jesus had fingernails. He had eyelashes. He had eyebrows, he had hair, he had legs, he had hands, he had feet. And his human body ascended into heaven. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Uh, That's that's our inheritance. That's what we're called to after this life. To receive a new glorified body. We get these bodies back, but they'll be perfect bodies. Uh, glorified bodies in the kingdom of heaven. That's amazing. That's amazing. But until then, what do we do in the meantime? The first reading today from the Acts of the Apostles says, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. So just as Jesus ascended into heaven, He's also coming a second time. 
He's coming a second time. And so in other words, the Acts of the Apostles are telling the disciples, get to work. Don't simply stand there staring at the sky. Uh, Jesus is going to come a second time, and he's going to ask us for, to give an account of our labors. Well, what is the fruit uh, that we've borne here during this earthly life? And so we must gather into the harvest. We must gather a harvest. Time is running out. There's a sense of urgency. Uh, we need to go and grab the harvest. And going out and bearing fruit for the kingdom of God, that means sometimes leaving the comfort and the familiarity of our lives. It's so easy to remain in our comfort zone. Uh, it's safe to remain in the harbor, but boats and ships weren't built to sit in the harbor. They were built to go out into the deep, into the open waters. And that's what we're called to do, to step outside of our comfort zone. And so Jesus gives us the great commission in today's gospel. He, he tells each one, each one of us here at Mass today, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. This is our purpose. This is our mission in life. We're called to go out on mission and live out and share our faith boldly and courageously. But it first begins in the home with our families. Jesus is calling us to be evangelizers of the faith. But before we can do that, we must first be evangelized. I always listen to relevant radio, and some of you might know Father Rocky uh, from the Diocese of Green Bay. He has this beautiful quote. He says, the more people learn about their faith, the more they'll live it. And if they live it, they'll love it. And if they love the faith, then they won't leave it. This is what it means to be evangelized, to continue to study our faith, to continue to allow ourselves to be evangelized, and then to go out and share with others what we've received. And so I'll just put a plug in it, a plug for it now. Uh, there's a summer program coming this summer in July. It's called Totus Tuus. And so it's a week-long summer. Uh, it's almost like vacation Bible school. But it's a week-long uh, program where uh, many class sessions are being taught. And the week includes songs and skits and games. During the daytime program, it's for first grade through sixth grade. In the evening, it's for the young adults, seventh through twelfth grade. Uh, but it's a catechetical program. And so this year, uh, Totus Tuus is focusing on the theme of salvation history. We're going to be walking through the covenants. Adam and Abraham and Moses and David and Jesus as well. How does Jesus relate to the Old Testament uh, prophets? And then we're also going to focus on the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary as well. It's called Totus Tuus, and so four college-age missionaries will be coming to our parish in July to, to put on this week-long program. So, so, so some of you might be wondering where the missionaries are getting the material, and where is this curriculum coming from? And that's, uh, it'll be coming from me. So later on this week, I'll be leaving for probably 10 days to teach this material to 12 missionaries who will be sent out in three different teams around our diocese, uh, hosting totus tuus in different parishes. And so we're blessed to have that 
coming in July this summer. But we don't have to travel across the diocese or to the ends of the world to evangelize and to be missionaries. We have that missionary spirit that comes from our own baptism. We can share our faith uh, right here in our own communities, in our public schools, in the workplaces. Uh, we, we're invited to, to share our faith, just like people here in the United States, they have a civil duty every, every so often to go out and cast a vote and pay taxes. As Christians, we have a duty and a responsibility to go and proclaim our faith everywhere. Uh, no location is off limits of where we can share our faith. And so as we gather here at this Mass, we gather only to be sent out once again. Uh, the final dismissal of the masses, go forth, the mass is ended. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Go in peace. Go and announce the gospel. Go, go, go. We gather here once a week only to be sent out again. And we gather here to receive that refreshment, that renewal we need in the Eucharist. It's the Eucharist who feeds us and nourishes us. Uh, it's the same body of Christ that ascended into heaven. He left us a memorial here at this Mass, and so we gather here to be nourished and to be fed so that we can share with others what we have received here at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass.